You're listening to episode 23 of the Japan Games Cast. On this week's show, Nintendo announces it will be skipping Tokyo Game Show, Yakuza series creator Toshihiro Nagoshi is set to leave Sega, and Final Fantasy comes to PlayStation Now. All this and more coming up. Welcome to Japan Games Cast, the Japanese gaming news podcast recorded in Tokyo, Japan. I'm your host, Julian, aka Kenten Gamer, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, good as always. I had fun last week with the kind of little little break from the news. We did our little... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Super Super Nintendo uh, anniversary, right? Yes, yeah, so, sorry, uh, 30th uh, anniversary of Super Nintendo. So I feel like that, that could have been like a two-hour show if we just... Uh, didn't try and rein it in because you kept talking for hours <laughs> yeah yeah that's good though yeah i miss the snes days man that's it that's it um but yeah we got some uh interesting stuff to talk about today a lot of games obviously um but uh yeah two kind of news stories to start with uh kind of big but kind of small so i guess we'll kind of just get them get through these um fairly quickly uh but the first one is that uh nintendo has announced uh that it will be skipping uh, Tokyo Game Show this year. Yeah, so it was uh, online last year and they're just kind of repeating the trend this year, obviously, because of uh, all the COVID rest- restrictions. Um, so I guess, you know, because like, Nintendo does its own like, online thing quite frequently, Nintendo Direct. Maybe they just don't see the need to, to show up to this one. Uh, what, do, what do you think? Yeah, I think they have enough stuff going on, like on, on their end, that they don't really need these like big press conference to make their announcements and uh you know at, at e3 they announced a lot um mm. with metroid dread and everything so um i've heard rumors that nintendo's gonna have another direct coming up soon uh but yeah those are just rumors so uh yeah twitter's been a bit um it was on fire this morning because somebody or well, this is like how how easy it is to set off the nintendo fans on twitter someone shared one of the previous Nintendo Direct announcement tweets. And you know, it's just like a big red square that says like Nintendo Direct and then it says the date. But it was from like 2018. But because it's, it's posted on like the official Nintendo of America Twitter account, so someone just retweeted it saying like, it's happening. And then like people don't even read it. People don't read the date. They just see the logo and the red and they think, oh my God. Oh, man. And it got, it got shared like oh. like hundreds of thousands of times. I mean, yeah, there's a lot like there's a lot already coming from Nintendo. So, you know, um, yeah, I'd be surprised if they announced more, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't really have a trend of announcing stuff at TGS either. Maybe some small stuff, but it's usually... um. Yeah, usually saved to E3, and you know, in, in recent years, it's saved for the the directs, which they do. I don't know, like once every three months or six months, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll hear some information from Nintendo uh, in their direct coming up, possibly, mm. but uh, not at Tokyo Game Show. So. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Um, I did actually go to TGS twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. 2019 oh, yeah. I, think, I think it was 2019 um and i mainly bring that up because like nintendo were there but again it was just like demo booths and yeah i don't remember what games i had exactly um i think capcom had like some bomberman game and uh i don't know like, oh, but it was all on the switch so they had like a switch booth so i guess like you know the purpose of that is to get people to you know play the machines but we, without that hands-on uh, opportunity 
you know, to them, it's probably just not worth the effort because everybody already knows everything they've got coming up, right? It's just more of a chance to actually let people play the games and then, you know, mainly reporters, you know, then they'll play the games and, and write articles and stuff about it. But if no one can actually do that, then I guess to them, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's too bad. Uh, hopefully it'll be back uh, next year. But yeah, what was our other uh, bit of news? Yeah, so our other bit of news today, uh, it's kind of a small story, but worth mentioning, I think. Um, the creator of the Yakuza series, uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi, is going to be leaving Sega after more than 20 years, I believe. Um, and he's going to be joining a Chinese company actually called NetEase, um, who mainly produce mobile games. Um, it's kind of an interesting move for him. Um especially after producing such a popular series like Yakuza, you know, like, you know, good or bad, Yakuza is a very, like, famous part, a world-famous part of Japanese culture, right? And, uh, you know, he headed that whole game, and it's recently become very popular in the West. Um, But you remember we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about um, Lost Judgment? Um, yeah. And uh, Judgment and the Lost Judgment, sorry, uh, the sequel. And even though the sequel hasn't actually come out yet, it's actually going to be the last game in the series. So I'm kind of wondering, like, if, like, Sega pushed him out or, like, or they ended the series because he's leaving to go to another company. Uh, it's kind of hard to, to say, really, but... Yeah, maybe he was upset with the decisions that uh, Sega was making, you know, overhead, you know. Possibly, yeah. I mean, he, he seems like um, a bit of a badass. He, I mean, he looks like Yakuza. Like, <laughs> he looks a little bit scary. Um, there's no so, uh, I mean, yeah, I'd, be pretty, I'd be pretty frustrated, like, if, uh, you know, the series that I'd been dedicating the past five years to or whatever was just kind of suddenly cancelled on me. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's kind of got so, like a Kojima and Metal Gear Solid and Konami vibes again, you know. That's, yeah. We still don't, nobody knows what happened there still. It was such a mystery, like... It's just Kojima was like booted out or he left and then and then Metal Gear just like just this franchise just collapsed on itself like because Konami just didn't know what to do with it. Um mm. they tried to, they just turned it into like a pachinko machine. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. uh yeah, I, but, I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I guess we don't have like an official statement uh from him, but uh not yeah, uh, this is uh Nagoshi San here, so you can see he looks a bit a little bit of a scary guy. I wouldn't like to <laughs> <laughs> well, I was bumped to bump into him in a, in a dark alleyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there is a little uh, quote in the article here. Uh, it's actually from Bloomberg. Um, it says, like, while he hasn't signed a final contract and his duties have yet to be finalized, he's going to be expected to set up his own team and create new games. So uh, he's still at Sega, but he'll be leaving at some point in the near future. Um, one thing I didn't know, um, which I just discovered from this article, apparently, is he was the, the uh, a designer on F-Zero GX. Which, oh, wow. which is pretty cool. Um, I remember the game was made by Sega, but I didn't realize that he worked on it. So, um, oh wow, yeah, that's like one of the best, right? Mm, yeah, that was like that was the last F Zero game, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and it, it says he incredible. also worked on uh, on Daytona and uh, Virtua Fighter. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, so a lot of like classic Sega games. Um, and yeah, yeah this so uh, Yuga Gotoku, which is uh, the Japanese name of um, of Yakuza. So it's like uh, means like like a dragon, which is kind of funny because the in English the seventh Yakuza game was called like a dragon, but in Japanese every single one has been called like a dragon. <laughs> but they finally yeah. just, they finally just decided to use that um, yeah. that name. Yeah, I actually downloaded the most recent one uh, 
and uh, tried it out. So oh, okay. I've, I've been kind of going through the the beginning of it recently. Mm-hmm. Not sure, not sure if I'm going to make it very far, but I just kind of wanted to to see how it looked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like, kind of fun watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, a little of, bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're pretty fun. Ah, so, uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. That's uh, Nagoshi San is leaving Sega. So all the best to him. I'm sure he'll um. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do a good job. Um, actually, just, just seeing in the article here, he joined Sega in 1989. That was the year I was born. So oh, wow. he's been working there my entire life, literally. Um, wow, yeah, it's, it's about time. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, what have we uh, got coming up here next, Ryan? All right. So in our next bit of news, uh, Damon X Machina is coming to uh, Nintendo Switch Online for a week-long free trial. Uh, that's starting from September thirteenth, which is quite soon. That's that's in a few days. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So actually, that's from the thirteenth to the nineteenth. Yeah, so so a week. Um, yeah, and this game is has been out for a little while, right? It, I remember this. Uh, this came out a few years ago on the Switch, and it was uh, like I forgot why, but for for some reason it wasn't like very well. Uh, like uh received i don't know if it was like poorly received but it wasn't like popular maybe yeah, something yeah, no. else i remember they came out they at dropped, the same time they dropped a trailer um a trailer sorry a trial version of the game i remember playing it and i thought yeah, it looks pretty good it's kind of fun um it's kind of inspired by uh, armored core for those that remember remember on ps1 there was like a mech yeah yeah uh, kind of build a mech and, and fight it series that was sort of sim like uh, third person, I think. Uh, so it, it's sort of like a, a continuation of that idea. And mm. uh, yeah, they had a. Um, Ooh, look at that frame rate. Like a, <laughs> a, a beta. I think there was like a beta trial version of it or something. Oh, that's uh, what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't a trial yeah. game. It was like a uh, an open beta kind of thing. Yeah. And like I tried it as well, and like I didn't really like it that much i i felt like it was half baked um and i think most people kind of had that feeling and yeah that, yeah that might have sort of like shot the game in the foot you know right out the door <laughs> um because you know i'm not sure how the final one turned out but like uh over here on metacritic it looks like it got a uh, 69 yeah exactly so um but the user score is is 7.7 so uh yeah I mean, like with scores like that, I, I always consider like seventy like a decent game. You know, I think yeah. to get like a high eighty or a ninety, like you have to be like a real. That's like a that's a fucking good game, right? But something yeah. something a seventy. That's to me. That's more like um, you know, when you got nothing else to play, you'll just like stick something on and just kind of enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> so like, still I, not too bad, yeah. I like the art style and um, mm. like I I liked what I played of it. So um, like I might try this out. Um just to see how, how it is because you know it's probably been updated it's been out for for a year or two yeah yeah exactly um, actually is there a release date on that metacritic uh no but on this trailer i think it was released uh september 19th 2019 so oh okay i guess yeah maybe like so just didn't, didn't sell as well as they had hoped um or i don't know i don't know you know um but generally these kind of decisions when people or companies put out like free trials to, for games. It's usually to like boost, you know, the player base because people aren't playing it. 
Um, yeah, and I think it says here if you if you buy it, it's gonna be sixty five uh, percent off. Um, that was on the pretty good for the download version. Oh, I see. Um, I see. I'm assuming that's on the Japanese uh, eShop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, well, uh, anyway, yeah, just kind of a short news there, but uh, yeah, I might try it uh, try it out again and see how it how it's uh, been improved over the past two years. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's, I mean, it's worth checking out if it's free as well. And uh, yeah, it it is like a kind of a um, it's not like an indie game. It's a little bit bigger bigger budget, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Um, worth checking out, I think. All right, so for our next bit of news, uh, this is kind of an interesting story, uh, at least I thought, um, is that um, the massive uh, Japanese publishing company, uh, Shueisha, uh, turned up at a Bit Summit, uh, the 8th Bits, which is like um, an indie game conference, um, to show off five new games. And uh, one of them called Oni, which means demon, uh, looks really cool. Um, I'm quite into it. Um, but the reason it surprised me is because I, I don't really think they've delved much into games before, at, at least not um, their own like in-house like developed games because they own a lot of big properties. Um, have, have you heard of this company before, Ryan? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so Shueisha um, owns Jump uh, magazine uh, and probably more prol- prolifically uh, Shonen Jump. So uh-huh. basically it owns Dragon Ball Z, one Piece, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Kingdom, like just basically all the biggest like manga and anime in, in the world, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, but it publishes books. It publishes a whole host of different magazines. Uh, so Shueisha is the the main company, but it has all these different uh, offshoots. So, um, you know, there's a lot of games. You know, there's like a, a lot of Dragon Ball games. There's a lot of... I don't know, like loads of different manga and anime-based games, right? Um, but I don't believe that any of the games they ever made, I can't say this for 100% sure because it's kind of impossible to check every single game that, you know, with those franchises, but I believe they're usually like outsourced. Um, but this appears to be a project set up by the company to basically kind of nurture some in-house talent and they've made five small like indie dev teams to... Yeah, produce some games basically, but it's also kind of interesting because indie dev generally is like implies like a lack of money, right, and a small team. So like it's a small team, but they're being funded by like the biggest company in Japan or one of the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest entertainment companies in Japan. So it's kind of an interesting mix. Um, but uh, the one of the games they showed um, and it's mentioned in this uh, Famitsu article here uh, is called Oni, and it looks really cool. It looks really cute. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to dive over to the trailer here first and, uh, yeah, let's check this out. So, uh, Kenny, yeah, Kenny Design is the studio taking care of this game. So the... The name of the designer, he his name is Kenny apparently, Kenny Hayama. But I, I've never heard of that guy before. I'm not sure if he's uh, worked on other big or small titles. This looks kind of like the the new Pokemon uh, Arceus Legends. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> sort of open world style. It's got those vibes, yeah. 
but the graphics are much nicer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, it actually looks better. Than <laughs> yeah, look at those trees. And that's it. Yeah, it's quite a short trailer. Um, it got shown off there. Um, so it, it kind of a little bit reminds me of, um, I don't know if you remember a game called Mini Ninjas. And it had that kind of like, kind of cell shady kind of style. Um, so the graphics on this new game kind of remind me of this. Um, but the story, um, the story of this Oni game apparently is based on the uh, the old Japanese folk legend of uh, Momotaro, which you've uh, heard of before. I think so. Yeah, um, I mean, it's uh, quite a famous story, but the, the, the main character is this boy called Momotaro. Um, and I can't be bothered going to the whole story, but basically the, 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 the angle of this game, because Momotaro gets used for a lot of different games, Japan and stories and I don't know, TV shows and lots of different stuff. It's very, very famous. But this is uh the, the the demon you play as in this game, the Oni, is actually like uh on the opposite side. So he's like the the bad guy kind of in the story, right? And basically he oh, he yeah. gets like dicked over by Momotaro and uh it's like a quest of like revenge, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so uh in the Famitsu article they're talking about how it's kind of funny when like they initially sat down and, and uh got to play it at Bit Summit. And uh, it's like, oh, I know it looks really nice, really cute graphics. And, um, you know, it's kind of, you know, this little chibi kind of Oni character and looks quite nice. But then actually, they went, once they got more into the game, they realized what it was. Uh, it actually turns out to be quite dark. Um, and, oh, okay. you know, the, the, wow. the, the theme is a bit more, yeah, a bit more involved than you might expect just from, you know, the initial impression. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> That's a cool. That's the good thing about indie games, you know, when they mm. uh, they sneak up on you and uh, and you know twist twist your expectations. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so again, that's just a little bit like little bit of you know small bit of news, nothing, nothing huge, but um, it's cool to see um more indie games coming out of Japan because I feel like most of the big indie games are always like American or like Western, right? Um, I feel mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know, maybe they do, but I just never really seen any like big Japanese indie games. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be more popular uh, overseas, I guess. Mm-hmm. So but, it's a cool, um, cool initiative by Shueisha, um, and they've definitely got the money to fund, you know, <laughs> any such projects. So hopefully, they've managed to you know gather up some good talent, and uh, yeah, they'll they'll bring some cool stuff. Um, but there's, I just noticed on the, the main page here of um, Bit Summit. Uh, just to check out real quickly. So it says that the number one indie game festival in Japan. Um, but some of these games look pretty cool. Um, so we've got like Insight of El, uh, Helveti. This looks cool. It's called Strange Shadow. And it's got some serious like Shadow of Colossus vibes uh, going oh, on yeah. there. RP, RP Golf Legends. Oh, yeah. But I bet that's good as well. So, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I bet there's a, a bunch of good stuff here. So uh, yeah, we don't have really time to go through it. All at the moment, um, but uh, you can see hey, partners Nintendo were there. Oh, yeah. uh, Tencent Games, a big coming out of China, PlayStation. So uh, yeah, I, this is a one I kind of, I guess I brush over quite quite often. You know, I don't really check this one out uh, on a yearly basis, but maybe I've been making a mistake. So I think uh, Bit Summit uh, 2022, I'll definitely uh, come back and check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Bit Summit. Maybe uh, next year we report in on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So in our last bit of news for today, uh, the 3D Final Fantasy series um, is coming to PlayStation Now. 
So this these uh, five titles will be coming on September 7th. And uh, they're releasing one at a time. So uh, first up, we've got Final Fantasy VII coming out on the 7th of September. So I think that's... Uh, you know that's the original one, right? Not the, uh, not the. The remake. original one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, then on October fifth, we have uh, Final Fantasy VIII remastered, uh, Final Fantasy IX on uh, November second, and Final Fantasy X and X two HD remaster on December seventh. Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age on uh, January fourth, twenty twenty two. So yeah, it's a lot of Final Fantasy coming out. So I think even if you play every night for an hour or so, you're still not going to be able to like finish them in succession. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so uh, but it, it is cool to see all of these Final Fantasies coming, and uh, these are kind of like the classic, the classic 3D ones. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. With seven. I mean, they're definitely but, the most. Uh... The most beloved by fans, I would say. Um, as someone who's not hugely into Final Fantasy, like I have played seven, eight, and nine. Uh, eight, I almost completed. I didn't actually quite finish it, but uh, I'd say that was my favorite Final Fantasy game. Um, yeah, I played seven, um, but I haven't played the other ones actually. Um, mm. They're like they're on my to-do list for sure, but. Uh, I mean, a lot of these have been remastered now, so like these are like the kind of updated versions. Yeah, so, so uh, they're they're not like remakes, like in the sense of like like seven remake. So they still look yeah. a bit a bit rough around the edges, but you know they're all like high res, um, and the textures have been upscaled, I think, and some other stuff like. That. Yeah, and there's like I think some of these have like fast forward features as well, so mm. you can kind of skip through the uh, the battles a little quicker. Yeah, um, yeah. Which which just really helps with making it more uh, playable, you know. Because, mm. uh, you know, not everybody's got time to sit through these uh, long uh, JRPG, you know, 3D battles. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, that's the thing, isn't it? I think uh, without the grind, they're actually a lot more accessible or like, I don't know, I don't say more enjoyable because some people just like battling. But like, I think just as you get older, you look at a, a game like these and you just think, oh, that's a instant like 100 hour investment of time right so you just you just kind of don't even go near it because you just think i'm never gonna get it finished but with yeah the speed up and stuff i think that definitely helps yeah it, it just kind of helps you get to the content you uh you want and uh yeah and you know it's optional it's like so mm. you don't have to speed it through stuff if you prefer to like you know just go through it at the intended pace yeah yeah but uh but yeah this is cool to see them all coming to uh playstation now Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't, I don't actually have PlayStation now, or I've never actually signed up for it. Yeah. So I think originally it was like um, Xbox's like X Cloud, right? So you could stream the games, and it was a way to play PS3 games on the PS4. But I think because people weren't signing up for it, and also because the service was just a bit janky, because like you know, even nowadays streaming over the internet is still not perfect, right? For games. Um. So they changed it into kind of a a system where you could download the game. And actually, just play it on on the hardware that you have. Um, but then, if if you obviously if you get rid of the subscription, then you can't play the game anymore. But I think to most people, that's preferable, right? Yeah, like that's what a uh, Game Pass does now. Mm. Like they let you download the game and run it natively. But uh, once 
you know it runs out of time it just stops working mm -hmm. um but yeah anyhow uh i guess so if you've been uh if you've missed out on the uh old final fantasy games it's a good time to uh jump in and you can play them all for uh for a low monthly fee <laughs> a low low fee <laughs> yeah that's it yeah so i so, uh, don't think i will be doing that but um yeah for for fans of the franchise i suppose I'm sure fans of the franchise, you guys already own all of these games anyway. They've been out for ages. They've been ported to like several different platforms. Um, yeah, actually in hindsight, after actually discussing it a little bit, kind of seems pointless. But <laughs> <laughs> I think they're on the Switch too. Uh, not as like a set, but like you can yes, get they are. each, yeah, each yeah. of these like mm. as, a, as an individual yeah. game. And they're so long, like it's the kind of thing you probably want to buy. And just like have that you can like gradually mm. work your way through over a long period. Yeah, I think they definitely suit the Switch, right? That kind of style of, of game. Um, but yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah. So those are the new additions to uh, PS Now coming or uh, starting uh, September, starting this month. So uh, go check that out if you're so inclined. So uh, let's finish it up with some uh, new releases. So we got right. some we got some big titles coming out actually this uh, this week. A lot of uh, uh, well, we got four fairly big games, which is kind of unusual. So uh, let's just jump straight in. Uh, first up, we've got uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which um, I don't know if you've been seeing the news online. A lot of people are saying that the the game looks a bit janky, and uh, it's being getting like a lot of flack. I uh, I heard the news today that Nintendo is actually giving uh, refunds. For yeah, yeah. Who who needs it? Um, <laughs> although it, it looks like it it still works. I mean, it. I think maybe. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played it, but it seems like maybe the most of the content is is playable. Yeah, There's yeah. Some, some glitchy stuff that that can happen. Well, I mean, this was a Wii title, right? So it's kind of shocking if it can't run on the switch properly but i did i did see one video on twitter and uh, you know the sonic's running through the level and all like the screens are glitching and like the the background just like, disappears and comes back like several times oh, but then wow. it, but then it was found out that the guy was actually playing it on a switch emulator so then like he was oh. getting he was getting flamed online people people were like oh you're just trying to cause trouble like and you know just bullshitting basically because he, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't playing on a switch right so other people were saying that oh, on that same level, like nothing, there's nothing wrong. So, um, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say for certain. Um, but I mean, I, I I always find it hard to get like super excited about Sonic games because um, <laughs> I don't know they're always a bit. I don't know. I just don't enjoy them that much. To be honest, like like look, like take this for example. This part that you're showing, right? You're running at like 100 miles an hour, and then just, all of a sudden you just stop, and then you have to do some like janky like <laughs> platforming. And then you then you yeah. carry on running. It just feels like so, like yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I've never been a huge fan of the Sonic games, although I, I haven't really played them that much. Mm. Um, even like the the old classic ones that everyone loves, like I I didn't really like <laughs> didn't really like them that much. Yeah, I know uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I always just felt like like you're trying to build up momentum, but you're constantly getting like stopped by stuff. Mm. you know I, I don't know it, I mean I guess we're not really here to discuss our opinion on Sonic but uh, <laughs> basically we're saying Sonic Sonic sucks Sonic anyway, blows so, <laughs> so why uh, why do you want to buy this 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, the, 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 that game looks good. Um, that was actually the, the Steam version we were watching in the trailer. But it's also on Switch and uh, an Xbox and PS4 as well. PS5. So, uh, yeah, yeah so, it looks, uh, looks decent, yeah. Yeah, so maybe try it out and uh, just cross your fingers. Hope it's not a, a glitchy <laughs> mess and uh, yeah, have just a don't, good time. Don't, <laughs> don't play it on an emulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. next up, uh, this is a game I'm actually kind of excited for. Uh even though it's a JRPG, uh, Tales of Arise. So, um, Tales of Symphonia is like one of my favorite games ever. Um, and also Tales of Vesperia. It's cool. Um, so this is the next game in the, in the Tales of series. So, uh, what we're watching here, this is the opening cinematic. So, sort of like anime and, you know, like princess and she's, I don't know, everyone looks a bit, you know, just anime warriors and all, you know, just all that kind of stuff you expect <laughs> from this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It looks nice, though. Nice the, uh, skin tight trousers there. Oh, I like those <laughs> cute little owl. Yeah, this is uh, some uh, quality animation. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. I mean, yeah, um, Bando Namco is, is the, the, the publisher, the developer of the game. Um, but this is also, uh, this is the actual trailer for the game, uh, over here. So, let's check out some gameplay as well. Ooh, yeah. Looks nice. Yeah, I think these kind of like, you know, cel-shaded anime style games. I mean, graphics for all types of games are getting better. But these actual types of games are really starting to just look more like just like a cartoon you know like you feel yeah. like you're actually playing the anime or something yeah i mean like i feel like maybe something like nino kuni was one of the first games mm. to really nail that style or or i i mean even wind like wind waker yeah you know, yeah it's not exactly anime style but that sort of cell shaded look mm -hmm. but um this is also out on like ps5 right yeah yeah so this will be ps5 but it it's not a exclusive or like it's not developed for next gen specifically, so I guess there is a little bit holding it back. Um, I don't know if there's any, um, you know, like next gen, well, I guess current gen now, <laughs> like upgrades. So maybe like better lighting, uh, ray trace reflections, and higher resolutions and that kind of stuff. Um, but it looks cool though, yeah. It's coming to Switch as well. I don't think so. Looks a bit oh. looks a bit ambitious for Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, this is cool. I actually, I thought this was out already, uh, but apparently not. I guess maybe some people just had the preview. No. Well, uh, it and, um, it's it's coming to PC as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's at the uh, uh, PlayStation 4 and 5, uh, Xbox, One uh, X and Series X and uh, yeah, PC, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so maybe I can actually try this one out. Yeah, yeah, I think I might pick that up. If I've got some time, if, if I get through a bit of the backlog, I've still got a few RPGs queued up. But if I can oh, get yeah. through some of those, then, I, then I'd like to check it out for sure. Um, nice. All right, so next up, this is one I'm really excited for. Uh, this is a WarioWare. Uh, get it together. So, Oh, yeah, was this, uh, was this announced at the uh, E3? E3, yeah, yeah. So this was one of my predictions, if you remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it was one of my um, my like wacky predictions was that they would release a new WarioWare game. 
Oh yeah, so, did we do a predictions video about E3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah, right. uh, well, maybe it was just part of the news, but uh, but I was right. Yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I was right. Oh yeah, that's nice. So this, this reminds me of like the DS ones. Mm -mm. It's just a, uh, it's it's carrying on with that uh that same style. That's cool. So I forgot uh when it came out, but I think the last game that came out in the series was Warrior Golden. I think it was called. Um, oh, okay. But that was three three DS. That was quite a while ago. Yeah. Oh, I see. I know this series kind of has like a cult following, right? Mm. It reminds me of a Rhythm Tengoku or a Rhythm Rhythm Heaven. The characters look similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I played that quite a bit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I never really got into WarioWare. Oh man, so the, good, so good. But the kind of micro games concept is there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously like not condoned by Nintendo, but like the concept of micro games, it just lends it so well to drinking, you know. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's just like I used to play in university, and um, basically what we do is like when you play like four player, you have one controller, and uh, you play the game, and then you have to throw it to the next person. But each game is like ten seconds long, right? So yeah. you throw it to the next person, and then you have to have a drink before your next game, which is only like thirty seconds away. And then oh, by the time okay. you played a few rounds, like everyone is absolutely wasted. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, because the wow. games come so quickly and, and it relies on your your reaction speed, right? So you just get yeah. worse and worse at the games. <laughs> oh wow, that, that so, sounds pretty fun, actually. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna pick this up for sure. It's definitely a good one to have, like, installed. When you know, when you got some friends around, you want to have a little party game. So oh, cool. Yeah, it looks good. Glad uh, to see WarioWare is back and. Looks looks pretty much the same as always, right? Yeah, it was by a little Animal Crossing level in there. It just went two fists. I didn't say what it was, but um, yeah. Oh, cool. So that's oh, it's a free demo. Yeah. There we go. Check didn't out know about the demo. that. That's an absolute must check for sure. Uh, All right. And is this our last one for today? This is our last one. Another big game. These are all like what I would say are AAA games. So a pretty big week. Um, for for gaming, uh, this is uh, Nino Kuni Two, uh, Revenant Kingdom uh, on the Switch. So it's not not a new game, but it's one that I've been really excited for to come to Switch um, for quite a while, and I suspected it would after they released um, White Witch. Yeah, it's uh, it came out quite a few years ago, right? Yeah, this was twenty. 2019 or 18 um but compared to the first one uh the graphics are a lot i mean they look uh, pretty much they look the same but they're, they're much more detailed in terms of like polygon count the characters are much more smooth you know that they're a little bit pointy and, and because of that it really looks like a drawing you know a lot of the time uh, it's pretty impressive so i heard yeah i heard um a lot of people liked the second one better for the gameplay but then yeah, the first I one did. Yeah, yeah. For like, the first one has a little bit better um, story and music. Maybe mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure if this is true, but I they recycled like some of the songs from the first one and the second one. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jo Hisaishi did the mm. soundtrack, so mm. I think they probably want to get you know maximum uh, usage out of that, right? Yeah, I mean the, the main theme. Um, 
which they've been using, and they also use in Cross Worlds, which is the, the um, mobile game. So that's basically the, the theme for the series now. Um, but yeah, Ghibli was much more involved with the first one. Um, I bet he, he wasn't involved with the second one at all, basically. But oh, because Bandai already owned the franchise at that point, um, they just decided to make it look like, make another one. Um, but because it wasn't, it didn't have an involvement from uh, Ghibli. Then I'm just wondering, you know, what what kind of it lacked. You know, I don't, I don't say the game lacked. I thought it was really good. Number two, I um, mean. Like you say, the com the combat. I actually prefer the combat a lot more to oh, number okay. one. I actually saw a a movie, like a, it was an anime movie that came out, and apparently mm. that was gonna be Nino Kuni three, but they decided to make like an animated film. I still haven't seen um, that. Yeah, I I know that there is an animated film, but yeah, I still haven't got around to making. Uh, I, uh, I haven't got around to seeing it. I didn't uh, think it was very good. <laughs> oh really? But, uh, I guess it, it wasn't too bad. I mean. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of a generic like fantasy story, but uh, sure, if sure. you like Nino Kuni, you probably get a kick out of it because you know it's like that world. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll still it, check it out anyway because yeah, I like I like the series and uh, yeah, could always yeah, man. But uh, I guess that uh, wraps it up for today, then, right? Yes, that is the end of the show. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, um, make sure you're subscribed or following us on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for joining me, as always. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Kantan underscore Japan. And we'll be back next week for the very next episode of the Japan Games Cast.